I was just going to say, we have Ryan Philippi in the background now. Guest host, Ryan Philippi, who's from Delaware. Delaware's own Ryan Philippi. Yeah, Greg thought it was Justin Timberlake. He did. Think it was, it's, or, it, to be fair, it's, it's Ryan Philippi from Cruel Intentions, where he does have this kind of ramen haircut. A combination that, between uh, him, Justin Timberlake, and Ruth from Ozark. Yeah, Ruth from Ozark. Definitely looks like him. <laughs> I don't know where I got that poster sure? from. It's shameful. 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 The guys cry, 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 cry podcast. <laughs> I'm wearing another pair of crazy sunglasses, but we're gonna take them off so we lower the douche factor. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. He okay. has he has the Canadian tuxedo right now. I love the Canadian tuxedo. It's a good like, look if you can pull it off. It's just it's it's like it's uniform. It's you know shows you can get dirty with your hands maybe, but you're also slightly metrosexual. You might be a country music star. <laughs> You might not like country music at all, and you hate getting your hands dirty, because, no, I like getting my hands dirty. Oh, what a good episode we have today. Amazing. Another one of the Chopped alumni on the show, from the finale, self-proclaimed bad bitch, Lauren (laughs) Wyndham, is on the show, everybody. Welcome, Lauren. (laughs) Thank you. Be here. So he said self-proclaimed bad bitch. Is that, was that your title you gave yourself? <laughs> you know, there are like in one day of filming of Chopped, it's like a full 15 hours. You say so much stuff and they can splice whatever they want. I guess at some point I said I was a bad bitch. It was probably after I won that first episode. And it was like in this teeny clip in the promos um, <laughs> where it was like literally a second. And I said, I am a bad bitch. And like, <laughs> own was kind of like it's almost like the interviewer was like questioning it and i was like well of course i am (laughs) so yeah i guess that's where it came from (laughs) that's awesome that is awesome we were texting like last week and like the week before so i think what's been amazing is that we Mm -hmm. have the final four have a group chat now we do we do and like it's it's pretty like regularly that we're texting each other matt just texted us yesterday and told or tuesday and told us to have a happy monday like that kind of thing yes it's been, it's been fun yeah. uh we were talking about some of the things we we're just tired of hearing us say on on those like promos and like and and commercials it was getting kind of annoying yeah because you yeah, had like, to you this had to is sh- my destiny i was right. <laughs> like it obviously wasn't my destiny <laughs> I, I was like if i have to hear myself say this could change my life yeah. <laughs> one more time i'm gonna lose it because you had to shoot these little like scripted promos of yourself that they would interject throughout to show to sort of introduce you give you almost like a little bio right but they weren't scripted they didn't write them down for you but you had to think about what you wanted to say beforehand right Lauren or Ruben? Yeah. I would say like half and half. Like, major- I would say like 90% of the interviews that we did throughout the day were just our answers to their questions. But sometimes they, you know, these are professional people who are interviewing for good TV. And so they would be like, say that again, but like maybe reword it in this way to mm-hmm. like really pop on the screen. So, you know, I think that's maybe where the this is my destiny thing came from. <laughs> Well, that's hard because that's like acting. You're taking direction from a director. And if if you don't feel, um, you know, capable of responding to that information, that critique and then changing it, it, it's hard to do. People definitely don't give actors enough credit. Did you feel nervous about doing that or feel like you couldn't do it? Or you obviously did a great job, but. 
Thank you. I mean, I wasn't too nervous about it. You know, like there's so much going on in your mind. You're excited. You're just kind of, you're mostly nervous about cooking. Right. And then the interviewing is just, it's an adrenaline rush. It's fun. Like that part was fun for me, especially when they're coming up and being like, let's uh, move, let's get the grease off your face. (laughs) You did say (laughs) that was a problem. Like, why are you so sweaty? It's like, oh, I don't know. I just had to cook an entree in 30 minutes, but, (laughs) um, but like, I would say, it was, it was more fun than, than anything. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't too nervous. And once you win, you're like on a high and you're yeah. ready to do whatever they say and, and say whatever you want to say like 80 times until they get the right clip. That's <laughs> so. awesome. And I think once you start practicing, you start doing a couple of yeah. things, you get, you get into it too. So you get yeah. used to the cameras and everything. So yeah. I wanted to set this up. So for anyone who didn't see the episodes, there were two rounds to Chopped. So, um, Lauren, you had you filmed a first episode with another group of people where you won. And then uh-huh. you made it to the second final round where right. you met Ruben and there were two others. So it was four total in the second rounds. Um, and you guys yeah. all shot all that stuff that week. In a week. In a yes. week. It was five episodes, five days. Five episodes, five days. That's with all the contestants. And then it narrows down to the final four. So you shot at the beginning of that week and then you had to wait to shoot the final one later. I did. I was actually in the first group to film, which is interesting because on TV I was battle four, but I filmed day one and then I had three days in between to sort of just like sit in my hotel room and freak out a little bit and then um, film again. That's awesome. Okay. So... Did you yeah. actually get to go out at all while you were waiting around? Did you like kind of explore the city, Nashville? Or we anything? weren't supposed to, you know, I, I did I didn't want to like hole up in my apartment the whole time. We weren't yeah. supposed to because of COVID. And like, if someone uh, would have gotten sick on camera, then, then the whole like uh, five yeah. episodes would have been sort of ruined. So I, I tried to kind of abide by those rules as much as possible. I did explore Nashville or Knoxville, Knoxville, sorry. Sorry, for, yeah, it's in Knoxville, yeah. No worries. For um for one day, just like went to a couple of restaurants, nice. went to a brewery. Um, but I really wanted to get sleep and to really just like focus on why I was there. So Yeah, a hundred percent. That's yeah. really cool. So yeah, it did take place in Knoxville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and just ge- geographically, where are you calling us from now, Lauren? I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. And you've Atlanta. been there all your life? <laughs> No, I was born and raised in Winter Park, Florida, um, went to Auburn University, moved to France for a year, moved to Napa Valley for five years, L.A. for one, and then came back to Atlanta because all my girlfriends and their husbands are here in um, Atlanta after after leaving Auburn, which is like an hour and a half. Atlanta was sort of our weekend spot. So, huh. you know, I just turned 30, uh, 31. And so I was sort of ready to move back to where my people were. Did you study uh, culinary in France? No. Um, so I I moved to France just to be an au pair because I didn't oh, yeah. really know what I wanted to do with my bachelor's degree in psychology. Sure. So I was an au pair. Fell in, I always kind of dreamed about going to culinary school. And when I went to France, I fell in love with the restaurants. I fell in love with the sure. ingredients, like the freshest ingredients from the most beautiful, elaborate markets. Wow. Um, and then when part of my time in France, I was in Marseille and my host mom had worked under chef Elaine Ducasse. Oh, for- snap. Hmm. Oh, Big name. Yeah. So we cooked together like every single night for the family. And uh, she was like, Lauren, like, it's your dream to go to culinary school. You clearly love to cook. Why don't you just apply? So I applied to the Culinary Institute of America, got accepted, and moved to Napa Valley. Wow. And how old were you when this happened? 
I was 24 when I started culinary school. I am 31 now. And how, okay, so this is what I found interesting. How did they find you for CHOP? Mm. They DM'd me on Instagram. And I actually asked them, I was like, how did you find me on Instagram? And they said they were looking at different restaurants in the Atlanta area. And they went to King and Duke, which is the restaurant that I work at. They went to King and Duke to tag King and Duke's tagged pictures. And there was a picture of me because I had just gotten back into kitchens. Like I had gone front of house for the last five years. Cause I was like, I hate professional kitchens. I don't want to do it anymore. It's not my forte. And then five years later, I was like, I hate people. I don't <laughs> deal with hospitality. I, I like got in trouble a couple times for snapping at guests when they were just like, really getting to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I should probably like curl back up in the kitchen and start cooking again. Um, so I like posted on Facebook that I was back in kitchens after five years of selling wine on the floor, hosting, being a front of front of house manager or whatever. Um, and they found that picture and they messaged me and I was like, I feel like this is not real, but if this is real, it's so cool. And I'm definitely doing it. <laughs> We have a lot of skepticism, our generation being reached out to on Instagram. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I get these like, hey, love your profile. Let's collab all the time. And I'm like, this is weird. And no. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know it was real? Like, what verification did you have? Like, you you just went to their page and saw this is a verified, legit Instagram they, page. They, they, I think they said, I could, I mean, if I went back, like, dug through my messages, but I think they sent a link and I mm-hmm. went to the link on my computer and it seemed legitimate. And so I just continued with the process and like, you know, once someone from food network or, um, discovery plus is like setting up an hour and a half long, uh, FaceTime interview with you, you're kind of invested at that point. You're like, okay, I guess this is real. So yeah, this is like online dating. This is how not to get catfished on online dating. Do a video (laughs) call first. (laughs) Just kidding. No, but that's great. That that makes a lot of sense. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then you said family, uh, from Florida, uh-huh. siblings, mom, dad, I have one sister. Okay. She lives in Santa Barbara. She's about five years older than me. She's in Santa Barbara with her husband and her 11 month old. What are your, uh, how do your interests vary? Does she cook at all? Like, uh, in this, in this, uh, at the same level or is she, interested we are in very different. <laughs> um, absolutely love my sister. You know, I'm a little bit more organized. She's a little less organized. She's more, she was always more like academic. I was more creative. And I think, you know, she, she's been into like marketing and some sales and advertising and things like that. Um, where I think because I always loved like art class and crafts and producing something as I was growing up, I feel like that's probably why I ended up in cooking. Got it. Um, my sister is great. She she follows she follows recipes to a T when she cooks, and usually just gets like some pre made stuff at Whole Foods and whatever. Um, but she's great. That's cool. <laughs> we just have very different um, uh, talents and strengths. That's good. Just gives us a little bit of background. You know who you are, yeah. where you come from, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. It's but cool. I'm to see. close with my sister, even though we're like two thousand miles apart. She's a wonderful person, and. I have followed in her footsteps for a very long time. So it's kind of fun to finally have my own path. You know? Oh, heck yeah. That's right. Yeah. So going going back to CHOP. So our episode, we all met. <laughs> I have to be honest, man. Meeting in that in that 
hotel lobby at like 6.45 in the morning <laughs> yeah. is like pretty jarring for everybody. We're like, oh, you're chop, chop, chop. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was exhausted. I couldn't get any sleep that I'm night. I'm sure. Like, I was so hopped up on adrenaline. I was waking up every hour and a half like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Well, because you filmed the day before the finale. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're back to back. Yeah, you had some so, kind of rest, right? But, like, I don't know who... I don't know if anybody really had any leg up on anybody else. Like, you could argue that I had momentum going into the finale because I had just done it. And then right. you could argue that, like, Lauren maybe had a little bit more... It, it's like when, like, you watch like a sports team and like they like sweep a team and you're like, well, they got a bunch of games off. They got a bunch of games off, you know? And, uh, I just, I don't know. It was so fun to talk to everybody. I think I know like Paco was like laser focused, (laughs) laser focused. And it's so funny because I was chatting with him, um, kind of recently. And he was saying, he was like, you know, to be honest, he was like, I didn't mean to come off and, like cold at all. I wasn't there to like, I wasn't really there to make friends. I wasn't there to lose though. Mm -hmm. And, but I wasn't there to win, but I wasn't there to lose. And I, you know, like hearing his like mentality, it's so fun to see people's mindsets going to the show. Um, and like what you want out of it. So. Yeah. That bus ride was so interesting because I am a very extroverted person and you and Matt were definitely extroverted, but Paco had his headphones in. He wasn't talking to anybody. I think I was kind of like, oh, this guy is. I mean, it's. I'm scared. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh this guy's here to win. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, this guy, I was just there to have fun. Right. I feel like I already won an episode. Yeah. Anything else is just like icing on the cake at this point. Right. Yeah. And- I mean, I went into it my attitude going into the finale, like you have like this little extra boost of confidence when you win the first time, but anything can happen. And I couldn't even believe that I won the first time, but I also, you also like, once you have the feeling of winning, you just can't imagine losing. And I think that's probably why I was so upset the rest of the day. Like they don't show a lot of my, a ton of my tears on the show, Mm. but, um, I was I was crying like literally all day. <laughs> I was so sad. <laughs> a lot of emotions. That we can get to that. <laughs> well, and the the gentleman Paco, I remember him talking about like his family and stuff, and he, it sounded. Yeah. I feel like he had a lot more like at stake in terms of what he could be doing to you know better his family situation because he had a couple of kids. I think I don't know if he was right, married, but yeah. yeah, it felt like he had it's a lot different. to prove, right, Lauren? I feel like that's what I got from him that he was yeah. like. Watching his episodes, like, oh, he's out to prove something. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he said he had his, he had kids starting at 18. And, like, I've never experienced that, you know, and I couldn't imagine me at 18 as a single parent raising kids. Like, no, like, hats off to Paco. Yeah. To still be, like, present and proving to them that he is an amazing father, you know? Yeah. So. I should so. have kids to motivate myself <laughs> to do more things. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. I'm kidding. No, but um, I, actually, curious, uh, Lauren, how what motivates you generally in life? Like, do you kind of get up every day like, okay, I'm going to accomplish all these tasks. And when I finish work, I'm going to hit this next goal. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do whatever. Or you kind of more take things as a, as things come in life or are you pretty goal driven, ambitious? 
I'm pretty like day to day checklist driven. Yeah. Okay. You know, like I every day I wake up, I make my coffee, I make my bed, I do my skincare routine. Um, those are like my big my big things. Um, at work, I have I go into work knowing I have a list of things to do. And the thing is, with my job now, my workspace is the expediting pass for service, so I have to be cleaned up by four forty five. So that chef can put food on the pass at 5 p.m. Mm. So I have to be very regimented with my days. Generally, I, I think that's just, I've always kind of been, I call myself a recovering perfectionist. I'm trying not to be like crazy throughout my days because life is life and anything can happen. But I would say like what keeps me motivated is knowing that like there's so many exciting milestones in my life that haven't happened yet. Yeah. And I know they're going to happen and I'm so excited for them. So I, I just, I have so much to look forward to in life and my life is already really good right now. So that's kind of what's keeping me going. That what's, that's what makes me want to stay healthy and happy and, um, you know, be good to people, treat people well, do good at my job, et cetera. Great perspective. Yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of like being motivated, I watching the finale and I, I was watching it with like my parents, and like it, uh-huh. it was a big watch party last week again in when I was in Pittsburgh, uh-huh. and uh, it was so cool to see Manit just encouraging you, like pushing oh. you, yeah. and I was like, "This is this is so amazing." I'm so glad that they aired that little snippet of her coming up to you and talking like after she was one of the judges. Yeah. yeah so what Me they too. so what they yeah. do is after you get chopped and you walk out, they make you film that again. Mm-hmm. So they make you come back in and, and take you mark and walk out again. So they get two shots of you walking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess when you came back, she came up to you and she said, yeah, Manit ran up to me. She was like, Lauren, stay in the industry. We need strong women like you in this industry. And wow. it just gave me this like extra boost. And you know, what's funny is that I think that really hit home with a lot of like, I don't know who all was watching the show. Right. But I had, I had a good handful of people that I don't even know females reach out to me on Instagram or like Facebook messenger and be like, Hey, I really love to see the interaction that you and Winnie had on the show. It was so empowering. It's so rare to see women in the industry succeed, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, I'm really glad food network chose that route with like, you know, they can splice anything through a 15 hour day of shooting. Right. And that was a three second snippet that really impacted people. Yeah. So it was cool. It's, yeah. a, it's a pretty diverse and inclusive cast too. When you think about it, which I think is really good. Get people mm-hmm. from all walks yeah. of life. It seems yeah. like that. I don't so know. it was funny. Somebody said when, so it was so funny that Lawrence was the last episode to air. Cause somebody was like, do you think the fix was in because they wanted a woman in the finale? And I was like, fun story. She was actually the first one to film. So no, you guys are wrong. That was my fear too. I was like, oh no, like I'm the fourth one to air there. Everyone's going to think, oh, well they needed uh, a a female to be in the finale. So she had to win by default. And it's like, darn it. No, I was the first to win. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was I was very quick to correct people. I was like, no, 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 no. She was the first one to film, so that's great. You oh. could say the fix was in to get a brown guy in there. I guess yeah, another brown. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
No, but that, that's cool to know the behind-the-scenes stuff because oftentimes people would think certain things are written as a conspiracy or a movie was designed intentionally like this to convey this certain message. And sometimes that's true, but sometimes things just happen sort of by chance and because, right. you know, people are actually competent and skilled at what they're doing, not because they're trying to play somebody. So, right. very interesting. It was a special moment. And that's you cool. said you were pretty, like, steadfast in not wanting to make that a thing, right? Like, I'm the woman that beat these guys like, yeah, you know, during filming. And I remember them saying that specifically after I won my episode, I said, look, I, I know that there's a whole thing about like it being difficult to be a female in this industry. I don't want to highlight that, you know, people will, Mm -hmm. I'm sure people will notice, you know, like there were three other male contestants in my episode and I ended up winning it, but I don't want to highlight that. That's not like, I want to feel totally equal with this. I won because I can cook well under a time constraint. You know, um, it was literally during my very first interview. I was like, please don't, I don't want to mention the fact that I'm a female beating male contestants. I just don't even want to entertain the idea They, you know, of course they, they touched on it a little bit. It was through Manit's encouragement, not through my interviews. Yes. And I think that's different, you know, Hundred percent. That's how it should be. Do I, I think, think we the whole like female chef? Sometimes that's yes, it's challenging, but that's um, that's kind of a worn out thing to talk about mm. for me. From what I've experienced, you know, I've heard it a million times. It's funny because like, have you been? Have you watched the new Iron Chef at all on, on Netflix? So one it? of one of my favorite chefs is on there, Esther Choi, and like. Mm-hmm. I don't even think about the fact that she's a woman like half the right. time. I'm like, she's just a great chef. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't would never feel the need to be like, and she's a woman. Like, yeah. like, yeah. It's like <laughs> take that corporate America. Yeah. Like, right. I don't, you know, like, it's I'm not, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. And like, she's awesome. Like there was a bunch of like really amazing female chefs on that show. And like, I just, I didn't even think about it. I was like, oh man, that's pretty cool. We did we uh did we hear your cat meow in the background? Is your cat there? Yeah, we're pretty sure we heard. Did we see your cat? So I have two of them. But <sighs> there she is. Yes. Ina is named after Ina Garten. <laughs> is named after what? Well, how fun is that? After Ina Garten. Oh, the I have to Google that too. The Food Network lady, man. Oh man, yeah. I don't know, dude. Her story is crazy. She was like a White House, like something or another. Yes, she right? was a White House chef for. I think she cooked for the White House for a while, um, and then she, at some point, you know, oh. she started her career by opening. Like, I'm sorry, my cat's in this thing. No, I it's awesome. Cat. It's like, amazing. Everybody likes cats. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Show your cat more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your your cat's name is I- Ina. 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 Like Ina Garten. That's oh, her name. Oh, yeah. Well, and like Jeffrey is like uh some like a physicist or something. I feel like he does something yes. pretty crazy. Like he makes a lot he of does, money. He does. He does something pretty crazy too. Um gosh, I wish I I wish I knew and sometimes I wish I named my male cat who looks just like, like the other cat uh-huh. you all saw before we started recording was my other cat they look exactly the same but i kind of wish i would have named him jeffrey uh, um, what's his but, name mr sugar mr sugar mr. And sugar Ina. typical cat name it works that's good i know i know pretty classy mr sugars thank you i like mr sugar that's awesome <laughs> did you grow up with animals cats dogs i did i had one cat one dog growing up uh, it was fun or two cats one dog yeah okay that's cool that's cool good times good oh, times. Goodness. uh <laughs> i wanted to ask about that because i thought that was interesting 
We'll just talk about opportunities. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what I realized after watching this last, uh, the second round of the finale, when the judges were saying, hey, look, we want you to work for me. And the next judge, no, we want you to work for me. I was like, okay, I see how this works. But I was thinking, okay, so all three judges are looking for people, not just one. So if the one judge gives a job to somebody, I'm like, well, the other two people still like want positions or have positions open. So I'm thinking, well, I guess there are, opportunities open for even the people who don't win and that seemed to be proved true for for you guys at least being able to have some talks about some opportunities right absolutely i mean you know this industry is so hungry for workers who are competent reliable Mm -hmm. motivated and i think the four of us are extremely competent reliable motivated inspiring like I mean, that's how I view you three or like Ruben, Matt and Paco, you know, like to be able to work alongside them any day, I would be honored, you know? So I think, yes, of course, like the job offer, the job offer is going to be extended to the one winner of the competition. But I mean, these judges know who is, who is cooking in front of them, not to, not to make us seem any type of way, but they're not going to let the opportunity to connect with us and vice versa. We're not going to let we competitors are not going to let the opportunity go to connect these judges when we are talking to them from three feet away. Yeah. Um, so they're definitely, you know, we all, I think we all made connections with all three judges. Um, that's awesome. We've all been in contact. I think it's great, especially with that level of exposure. I feel like there's no real losers, which is good, but does the, there weren't. Yeah. Do you guys know if the winner actually, ends up making more money have any idea no numbers no figures but any idea (laughs) i have zero (laughs) that is an audience curiosity like hmm you know you're wondering too because we just uh i just i I don't know you know specific offers makes sense uh, the monetary award and the job award were talked about but um we don't really know what the total yeah i'm just curious yeah yeah. no that's fair that's fair i don't know my selfish little sneaky questions. There is a hold on. You know what is fun? Here's a. I know, right? We should get Paco on to talk about his we'll past. And everything. Um, she, you got some free like, like makeup and stuff, didn't you? <laughs> okay, skincare. So I am like obsessed with my skin. I, like when I when I turned thirty, I was immediately like, "Wow, skincare!" I've been trying to be tan my whole life, and I am not tan. Um, it's never going to happen for me. And so I just started being like, oh my gosh, obsessed with skincare. And so um, I recently started using this company like a year and a half ago called Barefaced. And what's huh. funny is that I sent them the promo video with me in it. And they're like, look, they're like catchphrase is skin so good. Wow. And I messaged the the owner of the company and her team. And I said, skin so good for the lights, camera, action. Well, <laughs> you and they were so excited for me. Um, this company just started like three years ago and it's wow. all women and they were thrilled. They were thrilled for me. And they actually, they were like, what's your email address? Check your email. And yeah, they were like, what products are you using? Tell us any of your concerns. They were like, how about we just send you a restock of all the products you order? And I'm like, oh this is like, honestly, probably like $700 worth of stuff. Wow. So... <laughs> And so I haven't gotten it yet. So I don't want to like put the cart before the horse, but 
they said they were like so excited for me and yeah oh I it's mean, great you get you get to promote it here you can promote it on you know i don't i, don't, I guess i don't know how else you would promote it on instagram or whatever yeah. they're faced by jordan harper ladies and gentlemen we're, we're trying to get that we're trying to get a sponsorship too, yeah yeah we'll put the link right here somewhere yeah, yeah. Yes. barefaced that's awesome that's so awesome. here's here's something that i felt like i got to to experience that i feel like maybe you didn't get and you can correct me if i'm wrong yeah i felt like i had a whole month of like reveling in this victory right like talking with people i got a chance to like interview and like do newspaper Mm -hmm. articles and stuff have you had the chance to do anything like that since was it just such a quick turnaround that it was yeah it was a pretty quick turnaround there hasn't been too much you know um Cause it, I mean, it was much more of like a high low right? <laughs> really quickly, you know? Um, not to mention like, you know, for the first episode, since I knew, or the, my winning episode, since I knew I won, I was like, I was like gassing myself up for it. And I was like telling everyone, sharing the links, like, like being so like just sort of obnoxious, probably obnoxious <laughs> on my Instagram stories, posting as much as possible. And then when the finale was going to air, I was like, finale coming up. <laughs> and like, you know, I, it was, I had my moment and my moment was those like four or five days of like endless congrats on Instagram, congrats on text message, whatever. Um, and then the finale. So I didn't, I didn't really there. I didn't really like do any of the interviews, newspaper articles, things like that. Um, not to mention, like, there's so much happening. There's so much going on in Atlanta. I'm not really sure if people care. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised, though. I really, I a hundred percent. I I think a lot of that is self promotion. So, Probably. like, I reached out to our local newspaper. Uh, mm-hmm. So we were lucky enough to get somebody to reach out about the podcast last year, and right. um, so I had his contact. I was like, hey, just a heads up, I'm going to be on Chop. Like I didn't tell them what the result was, and then right, and then they did a follow up article for, and then they did like the actual article like the day before the finale aired, mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of that was because I I did reach out to a lot of people say hey I want to do this interview hey I want to do this interview and like I I reached out to like a local news channel and I think you'd be I surprised will. at how many people yeah. would be like oh we want this person this face I mean you're a face now you're out there on the in, in the media, you gotta, you gotta capitalize on this long. Yeah. So I will, I mean, I will say that I, I did try reaching out to like a local Atlanta newspaper, didn't hear anything back, but I mean, they probably get so much, there's so much crazy stuff that happens in Atlanta. Like who knows? Um, I will, I, I did reach out to my high school. I reached out to my university, Auburn. Um, and I reached out to the culinary Institute of America. I'll, three of which promoted me on their social media, Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, So, you know, that was, that was fun for sure. Um, And who knows? I feel like this is just a start for all of us. A hundred percent. Well, you said that earlier. I think that's good to think about, especially in our thirties. Cause like it's, it's really the beginning of, you know, you get this experience in your career and the thirties is like the beginning of that. Why well, now I have experience to use to build on top of. And then this is such a, you know, sort of a, oh, maybe once in a lifetime sort of opportunity you can build on. And once you have that, um, exposure, you can do uh-huh. something like, you know, promote your own YouTube channel or use it to get other opportunities and other jobs, you know? So right. it's really exciting to see where you guys go from here for sure. Yeah. It's so exciting. I feel like the 30s, like your thirties are kind of when you like 
really start getting there with yep, what yeah. you're going to do because now you're more confident, like you're more self-assured, you're, um, you have a better idea of like what you're actually passionate about, whether rather, rather than like in your twenties where you're kind of exploring and like, Oh, if I go this route, am I going to fail? It's like, well, now that we all want chopped, we know we can cook like right. anything yeah. that gave me the boots of confidence that I need to like go forth with my culinary career and be like, yeah, I can cook. And I can cook under pressure. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. You know? And 30s are better, too. Yeah. I'm going to change the subject here. Uh Uh, 30s are good, too, for dating and romance. Because... It's only a matter of time. That was the worst segue. No, 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 no. In the history of this show. No, but but if you think about, like, careers a little bit more... I always talk about this with my therapist. He's like, oh, getting older is... He's in his 50s. Like, oh, getting older is great because you're just more established with everything. You're a little more established in career. You know more what you want. You can sort of control your your moods and your temperament a little bit better. And uh, even with dating, like, you know, a lot of people go through their first marriage and first set of kids in their twenties. And when you get to your thirties, like you're either looking up, maybe you're dating older, you're dating maybe a little bit younger with people who are, they kind of act to have their act together. Cause I did want to yeah. ask you, you said you have a boyfriend. <laughs> I do. And how did you meet your boyfriend? If you don't through mind me asking. Through Hinge. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, I have such Hinge, a good follow up question app. for that though. Thank you. Yes. How long after you guys started talking did you tell him about the chop thing? I, you know what? I actually, I looked at our initial conversation on Hinge and he was like, what are you up to this morning? And I was like, I'm writing a recipe. And that recipe was my like ingredients that they needed for the bio pack. Oh. You know how when they filmed the video and you did like a steak dish. Yeah. You don't see my finished dish, but it's like a piece of fish on like something simple, but it was like fish with like celery root puree and like a little bit of like microgreen something salad with a citrus vinaigrette and i was just like writing out the ingredients for that so that the producers could do their grocery shopping and so i looked back at our initial text because i screenshotted them because i was like if this is my person this is hilarious to look back at and he was like what are you up to and i was like i'm writing a recipe and it was for the promo video huh so i told him i mean we were chatting a little bit in january during filming but like i in the past four years, I have been on so many hinge dates and so many like big eye roll dates that sure. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. So I wasn't taking anything seriously mm-hmm. um, until it was like worth taking seriously. And I eventually this guy, you know, I was like, OK, you're the real deal. I'm yeah. going to stick around. And how quickly did you kind of know that was it the first couple of conversations? You're like, oh, something's a little bit different about this guy. Or did it take a couple of dates to figure that out? It took, so we were chatting like pretty much all of, it was spotty in January. I ghosted him in January. Okay. Um, I was like, mm, he's just another hinge guy. In February, I went to Cabo and I was texting him, but I was doing Cabo things. Mm. And then in March, we had our first date. Um, we went to a Hawks game. And did that just cut out? No, 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 no. You went to an Atlanta Hawks game, like like oh, Hawks yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Atlanta Hawks game. That's that's um, basketball. Oh, is that basketball? That's basketball, that is- <laughs> Adam. Wait, that's NBA. <laughs> yeah, the Atlanta Adam was like Adam was like yes Hawks. Oh, totally. I, okay, I didn't even know that was an NBA team. That's really funny. Okay. I didn't know what sport it was either. All I said was, you know, I don't get many days off a week. A sport game is a long time. If we don't like each other, then that's a lot of my day that I have to spend with you if I don't like you. Right. 
And when he showed up at my house, I felt like my best friend had just walked in to pick me up. Wow. Out. Oh. And yeah. So, huh. I mean, we've been talking since January, seeing each other since March. And he is my breath of fresh air. He is completely different than anyone I've dated. He treats me differently than anyone I've dated. Um, and he makes me feel like the most special woman on the planet. That's awesome. So, so it took some yeah. uh, persistence. Did you ever take a break from dating apps or um, did um, you just say, I'm just going to stick with it until I find somebody? I just kind of like stuck with it. At some point, I will say, because my sister met her husband on Hinge too. And at some point I gave her my login information to be my like dating life bouncer. And <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's a good so, idea. So like I would go to work and she, I would get home from work and she had had these like long conversations with men that I had. <laughs> No, I was like, that Hold is on. awesome. Like, I got to catch up. Like, I've never seen this movie. What are you talking about with this guy? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I kind of gave up for like three months and let my sister take the reins. But once she had deleted the app, cause she was sick of dealing with these men I was matching with, um, is actually when I matched with my boyfriend now. That's so. awesome. Do you think living in it, living in different locations, do you think living in Atlanta helped because there's a lot more people there? I'm just curious. He lives in Columbus. So oh. I'm not even dating someone from Atlanta. Oh, he's in he Columbus. Col- Columbus, Georgia. How far away is that? Uh, an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, that's not too bad. Not no. too bad. But okay. the only reason he matched with me is because he was randomly in Atlanta visiting his friend. Oh, so, oh that's cool. That's very it's, cool. It's weird and special and very much so a gift from above. That's awesome. Sounds like it's working. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. we should maybe we should switch <laughs> hinge uh accounts and just oh, set yeah. each other up on dates. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about doing that for somebody else who's not on dating apps. I was like, dude, you have great pictures. Like I'll set up a profile for you on hinge. Like I'll start vetting people for yes. you. That's fine. Yeah. So Lauren, one thing we do every week is we do a mental health check. Uh yes. it's just ranging from one being the worst, ten 10 being the absolute best over the moon. Uh, we've had pretty big ranges of answers from 10 to like 12 and down to like three or four. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you start? Tell us how you're feeling this week. I feel so good right now, to be honest. I feel like in this last three months, I have like hit a stride that I haven't felt in a long time. And it's not just because of chopped, you know, like, I love my job right now. I'm in a very healthy, stable relationship. Mm. I love my home. Um, I feel physically good right now. I Mm. prioritize exercise and drinking water. And, you know, I sweat all day because I'm working with my hands and cooking and tasting. And um, honestly, I feel like I'm in like the 910 range right now, which is crazy (laughs) because I have been at a one before. Like, yeah. Yep. I have been there where yep. I am reaching out to family and friends saying straight up, I need help. Yes. So I feel, and like, look, I want to be as relatable as possible. Like I've been all over this one to 10 range, but I feel really, really good about where my life is right now and where it's going. Well, and that's good. That gives other people hope too, especially to know someone's been at a one, either they've needed, um, they've needed medical attention or they've needed, um, professional assistance to know, like, it can get yeah. better. And I heard Tom Hanks say this on a round table, but he's like, whatever you're feeling in this moment, this too shall pass. And that's really helped me recently when I've had days of being down or whatever. So yeah. it's good to know that you can come from a one and be at a 10. If you just hold out one more day, you know, you just got to hold out. And there are people who care. 
There are always people who care. There's always a loved one to reach out to. Um, And if you don't have that, reach out to me. Yeah. Yeah, Reach out to us. Reach out to friends. friends. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Adam, where are you at this week? Um, I'm doing okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm. I think I'm like at an eight. I'm pretty good. I did. Nice. Have, I struggled a couple of weeks ago. I had a really, a really bad day. I felt like I was down at like a four or something like that. So it's good to, you uh, know, again, I, I waited and 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 I'm good. So how about you, Ruben? Uh this week has kind of been all over the place. I came back from Pittsburgh on Monday yeah. and just went into work in. Just went into a pretty crappy situation at work. Uh, and uh, friends and other stuff. Other yeah. stuff, but yeah. uh, you know, going into tomorrow, I don't want to speak too much of what's happening tomorrow but in short i'm going to nashville for a potential job opportunity but i hope i can be able to talk about more and so like that's like very exciting and like so i'm probably at an eight and a half right now just like getting giddy for that's a morale boost right yeah a hundred percent yeah that's great that's awesome and we won't and ask. I know the little details of that, and I'm so happy for I you. I know you Yay. do. I, I will say before we wrap up, uh-huh. I think Lauren is probably the person from the show that I keep in contact with most. Yeah. And then it's Kat and Matt. <laughs> Funny. Cat <laughs> and Matt. And, uh, and then episode, it's Paco. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, Lauren, I did not think we would still be like as communicative as we are today <laughs> when we, know. like, I, I'm still genuinely surprised and shocked when, like, we're texting each other or like when like we'll share like a reel or something with each other on like social yeah. media. So it's like, it's amazing knowing like I made a genuine friend for like the rest of my life. With you. Yeah. I was so. like, I was like, I have a new best friend from the show. Like <laughs> who knew? Yeah. That's so it's awesome. Great. Can you share your Instagram with us? Do you know it off the top of your head? My Instagram handle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just Lauren Wyndham. It's so um, straight, straight yeah. up. How do you spell your last yeah. name? Yeah. W-I-N-D-H-A-M. Like the wind that blows and the ham you eat. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So people can follow you. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much. Oh, yeah. This was so much fun. Look at her. Him. Everybody loves the cats. I was like, bring the cats in. So the audience loves the cats. (laughs) No matter what. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us, Lauren. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you all so much. This was so fun. Awesome. This will air next week. So, you know, share it to all your friends. Yeah. Absolutely. I will. Well, guys. All right. Bye, you guys. Have a good night. See ya. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lauren. Everyone, check us out next week and be entertained.